Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Are we having fun yet? <laughs> <laughs> Right? From those commercials? Fear commercials. Right? Hi, I'm Alexander Chester, and I was once in a podcast romance. It kind of got out of hand. It was a sex explosion. It's really the only way I can describe it. And I'm Avsenensky. And Alex, I sat behind you for two years in social studies. I sneezed a lot. Welcome back to Pretty, Pretty, Pretty Good, a Curb Your Enthusiasm podcast. We are here today to discuss both episodes eight and nine of season one. We start with Celebrate Ricky Sargulesh, and then we go on to James Rolfe High School 20th Reunion, Ron's own 20th Reunion, episodes which originally aired on May 8th and May 15th, 2009. On May 15, 2009, I had my first and only facial. I was checking the uh, the Google calendar from May of 2009, and I got a facial that day. Is that means like somebody sprayed semen in your face? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I meant like uh, it was at Sasha's in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Is that a, uh, an establishment where people <laughs> spray semen in your face? Yeah, no, it was like a, like a, an actual facial, like where they, I don't remember what they do, but it was a yeah, month like pop, before my yeah, wedding. Like pop your pimples and stuff, yeah. I don't know. My wife said to me. Get a facial. Um, she said, yeah, you're getting married. Get a facial. I'm like, okay, so I got a facial. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. What did you do on May 15, 2009? The day that uh, James Rolfe High School 23 in. Uh, I'm and- happy to look to see if I have anything in my calendar, but mm-hmm. I did not use it as diligently as you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> let's see. Eighth. It's a Friday. No event scheduled that day. May 15th. Okay. No event scheduled on this day. All right. Sorry. Sorry. Couldn't okay. be more interesting here. Um, I realized this week that I have to be um, more careful about my intro lines because okay. I um, we had a new um, associate join our group this week at my law firm, and we went out for lunch, uh, me and a couple of the other uh, members of our department to take him out for lunch on his first day, and we were driving back to our office from the restaurant, and my um let's say boss for lack of a better word but you know someone senior to me was driving and she is aware of the existence of this podcast and she is like oh did you know that he has a podcast like let's play it in the car on the way back from the restaurant and of course <laughs> so the, the way back in the restaurant is like it's like a four minute drive so it's mm-hmm. like we really only got like the anchor ad up top followed by the intro lines and yeah then, like, that was basically it so yeah. like the only thing they heard was me saying hi i'm Ab- sonetsky and i'm going to come to your house murder your kids <laughs> eat them and then shit them on your face or something like that and i was like well <laughs> this guy is gonna we're either gonna get it off on really the right foot or not so yeah yeah, I, I think that's a net positive, really. Yeah, no, it was it was okay. They thought yeah. it was funny, uh, <laughs> but it was just like, oh boy, this could have really gone badly. Yeah. Well, you got to yeah choose those lines carefully, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to you got to know your audience, I suppose. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so I mean, I think I said this at the end of last week's episode, but Celebrate Ricky Sargulesh and Sensation were like the two episodes of season one. There's another one from season two that were like vividly in my head uh, before we started this. And uh, I was very excited to, to rewatch the episode. I think it was a great episode. Interesting. I'm I'm going to be much higher on the second episode we're talking about today. Mm. Um, so we'll, uh, and I guess we'll crunch that all. Um, I will say you were definitely correct last week. I, I called you out. I think, I don't even remember if you did. You, you probably, I told you to cut it out of the episode because you said that the second episode involves Ron catering his own reunion. Oh yeah, you told me that. And I said, oh no, 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 I think that's like a twist that like later in the episode, I think yeah. it's a spoiler for people who haven't seen it. And I was like way off. It's like the second, it's like the immediate premise of the episode. It's like he immediately yeah. reveals that this is his yeah. own. Uh, Which I think is actually better because it's sort of, it immediately tells you like, this episode is going to end in a very bad and sad <laughs> and awkward way for Ron. Like, you know, with a hundred percent certainty, and yet it's still like te- teasing, 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 teasing. And then, of course, it comes and you knew it was coming, but it's still sort of a surprise. Yeah. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's hold off on that one till we get there. I, I'll definitely have a lot to say about that episode. Um, I think it'll it'll be definitely very high up. One of my favorites of the series so far mm, and okay. uh, pro- kind of like party down at its highest rod at, at his lowest. Um, but uh, why don't we uh, go in order? I would say. Sure. All right. Well, let's start with uh, the celebration for Ricky Sargulesh. Yeah, so we jump straight into, uh, you know, backstage. We need to figure out what's the right way to describe this, because this happens every episode, this area, because backstage is wrong. The prep area? Prep area, yeah. yeah. It's, but yeah, it's like behind the scenes. It's like they're not, they're working the party, but like it's just the crew. Behind the kitchen doors. Yeah, yeah behind know. the kitchen doors. Um, and, um, you know, we're really um, being very um, serialized here, like um, m- much more so than Curb ever was, and frankly, more so than I remembered. Like, I definitely knew that, like, the Henry and Casey of it all would be a ongoing storyline. Uh, but this episode, like, really picks up, like, where we left off with them, where, you know, the, the Rick Fox thing is still, like, very much looming large between them. Yeah. Um, they, like, you know, they're being very awkward, and, like, he's, like, moping around. And, um, but what I've noted before, it's so funny because it's very serialized with the specific personal lives of the six main characters, but yet completely no connection from one to another about the events. And so the reference of yeah. Rick Fox actually is a slight reference to the previous, but like, you know, like there's no consequences really for things that happen in the party, like people's money right. getting stolen or, you know, near death experiences or, you know, except, of yeah, but, um, but if it except for Henry and Casey, I guess, which really is the uh, the will they or won't they, you know, at the heart of the of the at least of season one. Yeah. Um, and, you know, she's like, I can't believe like you called me a whore. And he's like, <laughs> I didn't. That was Roman. However. And, <laughs> yeah. However, that, that yeah. being said, you're kind of a whore. Yeah. Uh, you are heavily flirting with Rick Fox. Yeah. And she's like, well, you know, we did agree to keep it casual. And she walks out. And, and it's it's I have to be honest, it's not exactly clear to me what 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 Casey sees in this guy who's like is like openly doing so poorly that he's like completely <laughs> quitting his full life to go like living with his parents and like quit this only job he has as a bartender. So a, a little he's strange. Very, to me. He's very cute and funny and charming. Yeah, but, you know. You, you, you got to be cute and funny and charming, and I feel like I'd have a job or something. You know? <laughs> well, you know, she's not uh, doing that much better than him. Mm, I don't know. Yeah, they literally anyway. have the same job. Yeah. 
Except yeah, he's more senior. Oh no, he's more senior. So well, yeah, but but she, but she also well, that, which, has... which arguably makes it worse. He's been doing yeah. this. I mean, he's the one who, but he's he's quitting the job to move in with his parents. You know, right? She's uh, still um, living independently. Yeah, well, and she's going through uh, an ugly divorce. So like, yeah. she, you know, things are not all turning up Casey at the moment. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um. So yeah. So um. Casey exit. Roman enters. Casey and... could do better. She could do. She could get Roman. <laughs> Yeah, um, <laughs> reminds Henry once again that there was a line. Yes. And Henry's like, oh, I'm so sorry that I didn't realize that I was supposed to wait for you to sleep with her before I, you know, made my move. Yeah. And Roman's like, that's <laughs> correct. <laughs> uh, of course, Casey comes back in and tells them, please stop talking about me because this yeah. is, uh, you yeah, know, this is, yeah, at this point, it's probably sexual harassment, right? No, it's like, not great. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we get uh, here a good uh, a good curb uh, crossover with the whole uh, shitting where you eat. Larry, of course, was very much in favor of shitting where he eats. Yes, he has shit where he eats. He will shit where he eats, um, despite everyone warning him against it. So uh, Roman, I guess, is the Richard Lewis in this role. Um, Henry being the uh, the Larry, both uh, choosing to shit where they eat. Yes, and uh, and Henry is like, well. Really, the problem here is that you are interested in eating at the same restaurant where I have already shitted. Like, that seems to be the issue. Yeah. <laughs> Which is and, true. Uh, Connie and Kyle joined the fun, but, like, they don't understand this metaphor at all. And they're, like, on these, like, deep ruminations about, like, Buddhism and the like. And, yeah. yeah, they're totally lost. <laughs> is lost. Um, Casey, of course, comes back in freaking out that, you know, again, are you talking about me? Like, cut it out and storms off again. <laughs> Um, okay, so we cut over to the actual party. Roman Kyle work in the room, work in the floor, and they are. We have like are, a vague, like Balkan, Middle Eastern, some kind of theme. It's never really like the accents are never clarified for us. Right? Yeah, but I, um, think, I guess like definitely Eastern European. But I would say, but like the food is like the the grape leaf uh, wrap things and and, and hummus. hummus. Uh, so maybe so, Greek. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think it's something Turkish. Like, Somewhere in the Balkan area, you know, yeah. maybe maybe one of the uh, former Yugoslavian republics of which I was reading uh, today. Oh, oh so riveting stuff. Yeah, it was a uh, uh, the the civil wars there in the nineties. Not great. Genocide. Yeah. Not a fan of genocide. Not That's a fan of genocide. Yeah. No, but we said never again. So genocide ended. Oh, okay. <laughs> said. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it's not exactly clear, but we do see Stephen Weber as Ricky Sargulesh. Yeah, uh, doing something with his eye. Yeah, and he of course was the um the what was his name man. on curb? Yeah, the oyster guy. He was the was oyster shucker. Shirker, yeah. Yeah. Shirker, yeah. Shirker, shucker? Shucker, 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 shucker. You're right. right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, but he's uh yeah, so so he's fantastic here. Yeah, and, and uh, we're, we're here to celebrate him. And uh, why are we celebrating? Um apparently because he just got away with murder. Well, but, he uh, was he was acquitted. That means yeah. he was not guilty. Sorry. Yeah, that does mean he's not guilty. Um <laughs> Roman and Kyle are having a big argument about um close encounters of the third kind. Have you ever mm-hmm. seen that? No, no familiar. I saw it a couple years ago. I liked it. Okay. Uh it's one of Spielberg's first movies. Um like before like pre E. T. pre Jaws. Listen, oh, I only do, oh, I only no, do sorry, I'm wrong. Post Jaws pre bullshit. Pre E. T. Um yeah, I had I had a plan at some point this year that I was gonna watch or rewatch all of the Spielberg movies this year okay. um, in anticipation of the Fablemans coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, I have watched only one, so I don't think that's going to happen. Okay. Time. Um, I went to see Jaws. They had it playing in the theater here. I took my daughter. She uh, she deemed it not scary at all. Really? Yeah. Your oldest daughter? Yeah. I would assume. 
Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. She was like, I mean, she she really liked it. She was like, not not at all scary. <laughs> like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. I mean, I guess I could see that. Like when you know, it's compared to you know big explosions and whatever and CGI and all that stuff. Like that sort of stuff is just like, eh. But I I find us to be horrifying and very scary. So. Do you think it's almost she's like too young to appreciate like the. Or is it just a different generation, you think? I, I think it's just a different generation. I think it's just like a very old school, like practical effects movie. And like you barely see the shark at all, which is like yeah. what makes it scary in a way. Yeah. But like it's, I guess, to maybe to a younger person that all, that makes it much less scary. Because mm. like there isn't as much of like the gore and gruesomeness that like makes it really scary. I don't know. Um, yeah, she she really enjoyed it. Was not impressed by the, the horror elements of it all. Um, but uh, it was really fun. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a great, great movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, my uh, I have now less than one month to see, I don't know, 75 movies or something. So I don't think it's going to happen. But you're seeing them all like like or the ones you haven't seen because there can't be 75 you haven't seen. No, I was planning to rewatch them all. But oh, okay. this was just a thought I had in my head. Like in chronological like, order? That's what I was going to do. Yeah. Oh, but that would be a tall task. It didn't happen. No, I would have had yeah. to start this in like June. probably. Yeah. Um, no, it's way too late. He's made a lot of movies. I mean, I have a lot of things I think in my head that I should do and that I don't do, like, Mm -hmm. you know, exercise and like take care of myself and, you know, work harder. Yeah, but prioritizing the ones that are important here. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, um, so you, right, we, we talk about you, what, what he is being, uh, celebrated for Roman jokes that he's being celebrated for purchasing the new velour sweatsuit. (laughs) Um, Henry, um, is uh, approached by Ula and a very attractive lady who I assumed I, I I felt like I recognized, but I looked at her credits and she seems like she's a nobody. Yeah, uh, Maria. Don't call Maria Zeranova. Oh, like, I think I think I I don't look. I recall that like her picture is not even on her IMDb page. Yeah, she's yes. known for Dinner for Schmucks, Game Face, and Comics Open. So, okay, fine. So, right. So yeah. she's, but, but she's a very very beautiful. Woman. She's very beautiful. But I I she seemed more familiar to me than obviously she is. Yes, um, I agree. And she Wait, with him you don't remember little... her from her uncredited role as blonde woman in Nocturnal Animals? Oh, I did see Nocturnal Animals. Yeah. Um, I didn't care for it at all. Um, I, I don't joking. recall. I, I didn't even know that was a real thing. Oh, no, it was a movie. It's a it movie. doesn't even have a year on her IMDb. It just, it just says blonde woman uncredited. Oh, oh no, it was like a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it was oh, like this is um, a real movie. It was a movie within a movie. It was a story within a story. Amy movie. Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, Michael Yeah, Shannon. no, it's a very, oh. it was a very good cast. Oh, uh, but I didn't like it. You don't um, remember blonde a lot of people like it. I, Tom Ford, yeah, he did. Um, what else did he do? I don't remember. Well, I mean, um, he made a lot of clothes. He made what? A lot of clothes. No, it's a different guy. Wait, he it is. Did, what? Wait, I thought Tom Ford. I thought it was the same guy. Oh, you're right. You're right. You're right. It is. It is. It is. Um, right. He's no, a fashion right, designer. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a fashion yeah. designer. You're right. You're yeah. Right. Um, she was also in an episode of It's Always Sunny. She played Dusty. I don't remember that either. But I'm sure that I saw her. That's the only thing on this page. I'm sure I saw her, but yeah, yeah, I don't remember. I mean, I I saw Jennifer Schmucks, but I don't remember it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, And also, she's not blonde here. So how could she be blonde woman? Yeah. In fact, not only is she not blonde, but specifically claiming to be interested in blondes is is how uh, Henry tries to get out of uh, (laughs) her. Flirting with her. Yeah. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Making out counted as flirting. um, Well, do they they hear that they make out here? No, they don't make out till later, I think. No, but but he his claim is that they were only flirting, but they were making out. And, That's and then, later. And then, he, and then he even even lies to to, to to Casey about that. And Casey's like, oh, busted. Like, I feel like if I lied to my girlfriend about flirting with somebody who was actually hooking up with them, it wouldn't just be, oh, busted, you got me. It would be like. No, but she did the same comment. exact thing. 
She then admits that she also made out with Rick Fox. Well, she's also terrible also, by the way. And she <laughs> oh, also they're, was not, a they're not boyfriend and girlfriend. They're not dating. They're not in a relationship. They're hooking up. Well, that's what she says, but he certainly wanted more. And you know They wanted more, but they definitely have they but definitely the have had very lie, clear she said that, yeah. conversation that they're not. And maybe that's that's wrong. And like he obviously wants more, and she's probably not interested in more because she's coming out yeah. of a divorce. But um I don't think she's coming out of divorce. I don't think she's in divorce yet. Like this is like very quick. Yeah. Um, but um yeah, no, they're both uh, you know, they're both playing the field a little bit. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, here's where we get uh, Constance trying to you know tell Casey about her uh, workplace romances, you know, with this explosions, and Ron comes in and he's like, "Listen, like you should not do workplace romances. Like I've done them; they're horrible. <laughs> you get hit. It's not a good idea." Yeah. And Connie's like, "You got hit?" <laughs> he's like, "What do you mean?" He's like, "I thought you stepped on a rake." He's like, "Well, I did get I did get hit by a rake." Yeah. Which uh, reminds, of course, the famous uh, Simpsons ep- uh, scene. Yes, yes. Mm. yes, yes. That's the only time I've ever seen anybody hit by a rake. Yeah, we were discussing Simpsons uh, in the uh, 32 fans yeah. chat this week, specifically the, the question of who is currently watching the Simpsons, yeah. that there is sufficient audience for it I to still be on network up, television. I did I look up Simpsons all. season episode rankings on the internet. Uh, I wanted to see some people's rankings. Just to Rankings see. or ratings? Rankings. Like, I, like I, here are the seasons ranked. The best season is season 12. The next best season is season 14, etc. Okay. So have any of the like the last 15 seasons been season considered? Season 20 was the only season that I saw ranked in like anybody's top 10. Otherwise, it was like the first 10 seasons exclusively. And then mm-hmm. season. So I don't I don't know what happened. I think season 20 was the first year they switched to HD. And I don't know. It was. But yeah, it, is it considered? No, but it's essentially the first. Ten, it's like the order is like episode seasons. One, two, three, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Basically in some order. Interesting. Yeah. Um. Well, I don't. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure it's not in the top 10. The question is, is it is it is it as good as like the next 10 episodes when like everyone I know was that next 10 seasons when everyone I know was still watching it? Or has it significantly dropped off in quality such that yeah. it makes sense that we're no longer watching it? Yeah. Um, but my, then my again, it begs it the question. I, I think it's still good. It's just there's too many things on. That could be. I mean, I definitely just like lost interest in it at a point. Yeah. Uh, but like I watched like the first like 20 seasons religiously. Um, 20? You went that far? I would say I watched the first, I mean, up until high school. So No, I went I went well past high school. I probably oh, went really? to like 2000. 10 2012 oh, I, was still, oh. I was still watching oh, so every you single were, episode you were the last person watching no them. but it's been it's been on for another an additional 10 years yeah but i don't know anybody who watched it past like 2001 no i i mean i i knew a bunch of people then mm. okay so why did uh, when did family guy go until um i forget there were still new american dad episodes as of yeah like i think family ago. guy went went well until like the middle of the 20s no, i watched family guy much later actually yeah, so but that's, the total so that's less defensible than watching The Simpsons. I don't know. I feel like I knew people watching Family Guy. Family Guy is still on. Holy shit! Yeah, I stopped watching a couple years ago. Family Guy has seasons. Has season had episode had an episode. <laughs> it has episode this Sunday. <laughs> should we, should we do a I'm Family shocked. Guy podcast? I'm in complete. I'm completely shocked that Family Guy is still on TV. <laughs> I assumed it ended like 2015 or something. Yeah, <laughs> that's wild. Wow. Should we do a Family Guy podcast? Oh, yeah. First, we'll do a Simpsons podcast, then we'll get to the Family Guy podcast after that. Honestly, like we would probably get like a, a big audience because like way more people watch Family Guy than watch Party Down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, and more people. Watch a new season stuff. of Family Guy just started. Should we should we ditch Party Down and switch straight <laughs> over to Family Guy season twenty one? 
Um, I was still watching Family Guy not pretty recently because remember, like Rob, I think Rob and his wife made fun of me on 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 their <laughs> patron episode, the five episode, whatever it's called. Yeah, because Akiva and I have patron five for five. Yeah, yeah exactly. And uh, they made fun of the fact that I was still watching that show. What, so what did you stop? Time. What did you say? COVID time. I don't know the last couple of okay. years. Oh, I yeah. had no idea it was still on. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, season 21, episode one, Oscars guy. The Griffins perform a retelling of three Oscar winning stories. Silence of the Lambs, American Beauty and Forrest Gump. Sounds pretty good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're an Oscars guy. I'm an Oscars guy. Yeah. Um, resolve to season one episode two this past week resolve to enjoy a family movie night the Griffins take a road trip to Bend Oregon to to rent a VHS from the last blockbuster in existence that was just discussed also in patron chat recently Um, yeah I think it might have been Shamaria somebody brought it up it was discussed in um, the movie the, um, the, 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 the Renap group oh what was the context it was a proposal for the um What's it called? The um the, the the segment I did on Renap about the false TV. Yeah. Somebody suggested oh, a show okay, about yeah, the class blockbuster. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's all coming together. Yeah. Um all right. Something to consider. Family Guy podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine there's another Family Guy podcast. Yeah. Well, why don't we just do a Maria Zirinova completist podcast? Cover all her works. Who's Maria what Zirinova? Ula. Oh, that's Ula. <laughs> I, I already yeah. forgot her name. Born in Siberia, Russia. Uh-huh. Okay, we'll get to that. Yeah, that'll be like four episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we'll watch. We'll watch it with Schmucks. We'll watch an episode of It's Always Sunny, and that's yeah. It. We we could get her right as a guest. I'd hope so. I would hope so. Yeah. Um, if there's contact information for her, she seems to be a nobody. So, um, does well, she? Hopefully she doesn't. Li- hopefully she doesn't listen nobody. to this episode. Yeah. But I repeatedly call her nobody. Stop <laughs> yeah. saying that. We're never gonna get her as a guest out. <laughs> it's okay. I'm also nobody. Um. Okay. So. Kyle gets recognized by Rick um, from because he, yeah, he this knows episode him. should teach you of everybody's a somebody to somebody. Yeah, I mean everybody is somebody to Ricky. Ricky knows everybody yeah. in like the full IMD page just on site. Like this guy is this is incredible. Yeah, he's a machine. This guy. Yeah. Um, well, I he, mean, well, Rick, Ricky knows. Well, everybody, everyone, a different person at the party knows a different one of them, right? Oh, maybe you're right. Okay. Um, although you're right, he's way off in thinking that Roman is Napoleon Dynamite. Uh, which yeah. is, you know, that's not even a good call. Like, so that, that bothered me a little bit. Like, he doesn't look like Napoleon Dynamite at all. Napoleon Dynamite has like like big blonde afro. Mm. Like, yeah. But Z- but Zoltan seems. I mean, he has really gotten very very deep into Constance's IMDb page. Yeah, yeah. You don't mess with the Zoltan. Yeah. Very impressive. Um. So yeah, he um, you know he uh, he recognizes her. He tells her how much how obsessed he was with the movie Dingleberry. Oh, by the way, I'm, I'm just. Did, did you notice now? As yeah. like, in episode one that we saw tonight, uh-huh. Zoltan is told and is expecting to come back to the kitchen to see Constance's underwear. Right, I don't remember that? Yeah, where, where he says, "I need to talk to. Her. I need to talk to." Her. Uh, Constance left something for you in the kitchen. Oh, is it uh-huh. underwear? Uh huh. And then in the next episode, uh, Miss Weintraub does leave her underwear in the kitchen. Oh, accidentally. That is interesting. Yeah. Uh, Miss Weintraub. Um, I forgot her first name. What is it, Lauren? Um, Actually, Lauren Weintraub's a person I know. Yeah, Melinda. Melinda, yeah. Not a person I know. Um, so, yeah. So, um, yeah, we talk at all, all the whole backstory about Dingleberries and the nude scene and how uh, passionate and erotic it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, Connie really uh, made an impression on this lad. Um, we then cut back out to uh, Ula and Henry outside where she um, 
sorry, she invites him to go outside for a cigarette. And um, Roman's like, all right, good. You're going with this girl. So now, you know, teach me how to get in on, on uh, Casey mm-hmm. now that she's on the rebound. You know, tell me everything that you know. And uh, Henry instead just sticks him with bar duty and uh, and heads out. <laughs> does, does she, is she in defeat? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, who is she? Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Um, and then um, right. Rick uh, Rick comes over and demands that Ro- he's like, you're, you're a writer, right? Read my script and give me yeah. this. Um, so yeah, now we we cut back outside to Ula and Henry. Um, she kisses him. They see uh, this guy Mookie staring at him, and she's like, "Get a away, guy!" Mookie. He's like a thirteen-year-old kid. Whatever, whatever. Okay, yeah, yeah, person Drink, drinking a beer. Um, Mookie. That, yeah, that's now the fourth person in history named Mookie. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but who is this Mookie? She's like, "Oh, don't worry, that's just Mookie." <laughs> that's just Mookie. Mookie's a snitch. Mookie's a snitch. Yeah. Snitches get stitches, Mookie. You better be careful. Let's see. Alex Holden, who plays Mookie, uh, was born in 1995. So at the time of this episode, he was he was 24, that kid? There you go. Guy, guy is correct. 24? He's a man. I thought he was like 14. Well, wow. you're terrible at just at uh, determining age. Yeah. But he, I mean, he doesn't he seem like a kid. He's like so short and tiny. Yeah, he is like very Smooth short face. and yeah, baby yeah. face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you do? Um... What are you gonna do? Yeah, so um, they go. We go back inside, and um, the you know the, this guy is still flirting with Connie. Uh, Ron's like trying to like intervene because he, I, I guess, he wants uh, Constance to get back to work. <laughs> the guy takes out a knife and yells at him and calls him insect <laughs> and tells him leave or I will cut off your face. Yeah. At least he's and, not he's not gonna shit in front of his house. Or yeah, Ron tries to gather the whole team together. It's like guys. Only me and Roman are doing any work. The rest of you are just like off gallivanting, like different nonsense, um, which I, you know, understandably is very frustrating. But and, also, see, see what happens in most episodes. In most yeah, parts. yeah. Uh, and here's where Roman uh, comes in with the revelation that he thinks that Ricky killed a guy because yeah. he's reading the script, and it very much sounds like this. This that's what this whole thing is about. Uh, you know, he was just on trial for murder. He got acquitted. Uh, but like so Kyle and Bonnie, well, if he got acquitted, he's innocent. Like, what's the problem? Like, why can't, you know, all of us are innocent to murder. Uh, I didn't think of it that way, but I guess yeah. so. I mean, I am at least. I don't know. I'll speak for myself. Yeah. Um, it's at this point that we get uh, Henry cornered by two guys, one of whom uh, we find out is uh, Ricky, Ula's boyfriend. And Henry's like, I don't know what you're talking about. I wasn't flirting with her. Look, how can I be flirting? I have a fiance. And she like, pull, you know, pulls over uh casey like see she's my fiance i love her and one of the guys like wait a second i know you you're the are we having fun yet guy from the beer commercial and you you're from stand-up showdown so like you know the most big celebrities yeah <laughs> um you're the brandon angelina of the yeah. party <laughs> uh Ricky, I mean, these guys know, are very nice all of Ricky uh, yeah. and all his friends yeah murder murder aside I mean, whatever. Sometimes somebody deserves to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, maybe it was a snitch. Um, we then, uh, you know, we, we go back over to uh, Connie, regaling Zoltan and his friends with all her Hollywood tales. Dom um, Zoltan tells Ron to get the fuck out of here. You know, go back to work. So Ron's, Ron's like doing all the work while everyone else is just like hanging out at the party. Um, and Casey's like, what was the deal with that? Like, why are you saying that I'm your fiance? And, you know, he tells him like, you know, the whole story. And the only the main thing that Casey takes away with that is that he he was clearly flirting with Ula, and now she's like getting jealous of that and wants to know what's the deal. 
Um, we see Kyle and Connie. They're just like, you know, jamming on the dance floor, dancing with the guests. Meanwhile, Ron is like carrying like a stack of like 40 dishes and like <laughs> stumbling. Um, and uh, anytime he tries to get help, they're like, no, 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 they're busy. I guess that's, I guess that's, you know, that's how it should go, right? Like if the guests are demanding it, then yeah. like you're there. Your job to is to service the guests. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and I feel like he, these guys, Ricky Sargulesh's friends, either tip very, very well or not. <laughs> or not at all. Yeah. yeah they're they're not I mean, giving 15%. Yeah, I guess not. I'm gonna guess not at all. Um <laughs> he um, you know, he goes over to Roman. I would call you racist, but I don't know what this is. Yeah, I hate all races. Yeah. <laughs> Whatever race they are is yeah. bad. <laughs> they're people, right? I'm sure they're bad. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we learned from Roman that um there is a, a certain fat man with glasses who Ricky believes ratted him out, and um Roman's pretty nervous that this guy's about to get killed. And he thinks he knows who it is. Yeah, definitely seems um, to be old dad. Yeah, Ricky, very inspired by Casey and uh, Henry, calls uh, for the DJ to stop the music, gets in front of everybody, and gives a speech and proposes to Ula. The, she, mo- uh, the most amazing speech. Yeah, she very ambivalently says, okay, yeah. and the room celebrates. Yes. But the whole time she's mouthing to Henry as if she's had some long-term relationship with Henry and not a guy she just kissed after meeting for the first time 20 minutes ago. Um. Yes. Very yeah. strange. They're eyeing yeah. each other across the room as if they're like, as if they're like Henry and Casey. I don't right, know. Women, right. women are just throwing themselves at this Henry. Yeah, Henry. You know, he's very attractive despite yeah. having no job and no prospects. And, yeah. I guess uh, so. Um. So Ron uh, pulls Zoltan Zoltan aside and tells him of the murder plot. They show him the script, and Zoltan pulls out his knife and starts walking out of the room. And we're like, it seems like things are about to go down. Uh, but he uh, he walks over to Ricky and pretends to stab him, and he's they start they laugh together because they're childhood friends. And he's like, "Can you believe that these people thought that you're going to murder me?" And they both have a big laugh. Now, and... here's my question: Like, what is Joe? Like the other guy, Oleg? He's not suspicious or worried at all because he's like <laughs> he's also the fat guy with glasses. Well, that's, what, that's, what, that's how we'll end the, that's how we'll end the episode. Right? Uh, I, I know, but I'm saying, but him at that point in the party, he should be nervous. Right. Well, maybe he's uh, not self-aware. Doesn't think of himself as fat. Uh, I, I guess maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we, uh, we, you know, we have our post-credit scene as you just mentioned. That's the note it ends on, and we we discussed earlier the whole. Uh, you know, they, each, they Casey and Henry each confess to uh, first having flirted, but then revealing, no, actually, I made out with him. Or yeah, well, well, Henry didn't uh, confess; he got caught. Right. Well, yeah, she uh, she yeah. surmises. I don't know how she knows. I guess she's just assuming. She says Mookie told her. Oh, right, 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 right. Mookie. I'm saying Mookie's the biggest right, snitch right, in the Mookie's world. Mookie's a huge snitch. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She's telling everybody. It's, it's, it's one thing to tell Ricky. Ricky's your boss. But what what are you telling? Maybe he was trying to make uh, make time with uh, Casey, and she's like, "No, I'm spoken for." He's like, "Who? By that guy? That guy was just hooking up with uh with Ula." Yeah, yeah. Uh, to, and to defend Henry here for a second, Ula made the first, second, and third moves. Henry was basically just standing there. Oh, Henry was defenseless. This gorgeous yeah. girl was just like coming hard after him. Yeah, like, yeah, there, and he's not in a relationship with her. Yeah, there's absolutely nothing you can do with that situation. Yeah, he has no choice. His hands are tied. Even he is not above the policy. Yeah. Which is if a very hot girl tries to make out with you. Yeah. I mean. All right. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. Uh, so, Av, how do you rate the episode? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I was kind of mad this episode. Um, I know some people really like it. It sounds like you really like it. Um, I, I just, I don't know. The whole, like, 
murder plot I thought was kind of silly. Um, I, I do like the Casey and Henry stuff. I think that's uh, flowing nicely, and it's like they're not moving too fast. Like they're, they're kind of um, you know giving that relationship time to breathe, and I appreciate that. Um, but I'm still going to say this is a below average episode, um, and that it is uh, pretty, pretty, pretty good. Two and a half. Wow. Uh, yeah, for, for me, this episode is pretty, 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 pretty good. That's five pretties. Wow. I, I just I cool. love this episode. The, the idea is great. I love the idea of like them being like, you know, massive celebrities to somebody. Um, the, the ambiguity is great of like what exactly is the story. Like we don't officially find out that the actual party is for him getting off from killing somebody until yeah. until Zoltan comes into the kitchen. And, and he actually sort of mentioned in the past. He's like, no, he was acquitted. So what? Like before that, it's just sort of speculation. Like maybe, you know, he was just something incorrectly Googled by Roman. Um, uh, I mean, so the other fat guy with glasses, he gets shot, I guess. That's how the episode ends or garroted across the neck or whatever. But he's definitely murdered, right? Um, we, you would think. That's the implication. Uh, or, yeah, or yeah. not, because maybe Luke, Ricky's really innocent. Yeah, but the rest, of the, I don't know. Uh, it certainly seemed they were looking at each other angrily as they got in the car. Um, yeah, I want I want a whole spinoff ep- uh, ten episode series on Mookie. <laughs> I just want to know who Mookie is. Yeah, yeah, we should do, dive deeper. Yeah, into Mookie's Mookie. living quite a life, uh, you know, throwing beers outside the party. Uh, although apparently he's not twelve years old, like I thought. He's uh, he might be of age actually. So yeah, and 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 who knows what the legal drinking age is in whatever made up country they're from from uh, Blurgistan. It's uh, the drinking age is four, so they're permitted. Uh, yeah, I love this episode. Oh come on, be a come with guy. Let's get right to the uh, come with guy. Uh, who's your come with guy? My comic guy is Henry. Um, he um, he scores with Ula. Uh, he ends up with uh, Casey at the end, or at least you know advances relationship with Casey by the end. Uh, so he's doing well in the uh, relationship department and the female department. Um, he's uh, you know he also just like he's a, he's a big celebrity at this party. That was very cool. Um, so yeah, uh, great episode for Henry. Yeah, to, to me it has to be Ricky Sargulash. What a celebration! Acqu- <laughs> acquitted of murder, engaged to be married. Met all his favorite favorite celebrities. His screenplay is getting written, reviewed by a real writer. And he's he's a great guy. He's having a great old time. And Stephen Weber just hits it out of the park. Wonderful job. Yeah. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am. I'm I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole. Oh, I get it. I'm the asshole here, huh? Put your clothes on, Gordon. No one wants to see your penis. No one. Well, why? Maybe I'll win an award for best cock. I don't think Ricky's a fucking asshole because he uh, probably murdered a guy. He's probably about to murder another guy. And uh, if that doesn't make you a fucking asshole, I mean, what, you know, what are we doing here? And I will say uh, the fucking asshole is... I actually didn't really plan on this, unfortunately. Uh, you know what? I'm going to say that the fucking asshole is Rick Fox. Because Rick Fox is a married man. Why is, why is he hooking up with, uh, with Casey? Bad job, okay. Rick Fox. Yeah. Make that in the episode. Wow. So it's yeah. such a bad job. He gets it in an episode later. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, should we go on to episode number two now? Let's do it. All right. We're so key- I, I think we're going to sort of flip our opinions. From yeah, I, I suppose. Um, yeah. James Rolfe High School 23 Union. Do you know who James Rolfe is? Oh, no. Is that a real person? No, it's not. Well, no. there's now a James Rolfe spelled differently um, who's a YouTube celebrity. Mm-hmm. Um. All the James Rolfs on Wikipedia are spelled differently. They're all R O L F E. Okay. So oh, there's actually a James Rolf R O L F R R O L P H, who was the uh, governor of California. Oh. Well, this school's in California. Maybe there was a Jimmy Rolf, who was a professional footballer. 
there's a James Rolfe who was in the Wisconsin State Senate, and there probably, was a probably James, not the guy here. There's a James Rolfe who was who's a composer from Canada. So, um, yeah, this one seems to be made up. I would guess. Um, unless, wait, do we know what? Oh no, we're in we're in L.A. I guess, right? So, like, it yeah. wouldn't be named after the guy who's in the Wisconsin State Senate. Probably not. Yeah, but the, the governor <laughs> from California possible oh yes 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 you're right i no, but it's spelled differently though yeah all right whatever so they're not so smart at the school um yeah unless uh, unless i spelled it wrong but i think i I think i just copied and pasted it from imdb so no i think you're probably right um yeah so i mean it's you know this episode i said this at the top of it but like you just immediately know it's gonna be so awkward and even like the other character they're like wait a second this is your reunion like why are you working this reunion he's like no no i wanted to he's (laughs) like oh neuron poor nebuch like you know um it just immediately you're it's so cringy this episode to me yeah i mean this is like the peak ron episode like i think that like if you had to show someone one episode of party down to explain the character of ron this is this is certainly it yeah it checks all the boxes yeah even though it's almost the highest high he gets in the series right um well is it i mean he thinks it is but i don't think there's ever a a moment where it is Uh, well right at the end right before he vomits all over himself she's still interested in him I, I, yeah, I don't know if she's interested in him in that way, but um, wait. So, wait, so what did she do? She comes in, she sits down with flirtation. She's like, so you know, the class clown and the class, you know. Yeah, I guess, bro. I guess, but it's uh, all. Now, I, you can argue it's completely unrealistic that she would come to him in that situation after you know. But but you know, I don't know. I can't get inside her head. Yeah, she's on, she's on the rebound. Yeah, no, I mean, like this this episode to me is though is really Ron's um, character in a nutshell because it's like he's he's so stuck in the past that like. He like he claims to like be a new person and like and you know all these things, but it's like he's still like going after like the exact type of woman that like he should not be. Like this person is not going to be is not interested in you. Like, but, but she is. That's the crazy part. She's only only at the end where like the guy like uh, they were fucks about her to over. kiss, but and then the whole point is it gets blown up in her face because the other guy shows up. She was about <sighs> to kiss him, and then and then Kyle and Roman showed up. And then she bit, totally ditches him when she gets the better option. And then when he rudely ditches her. All right. Yeah. I mean, I, that, that wasn't my read on those scenes. So maybe oh, maybe okay. we just uh, interpret those differently. But I, I didn't feel like she was ever interested in him. I thought she was just like, you know, I mean, we're watching knowing it's somehow going to come crashing down. But the, the episode implies that she's DTF not once, but twice, I thought. But I don't know. Maybe we'll interesting. All right. Maybe I'll, I'll go back and rewatch it yeah. more carefully. That wasn't my read. I thought she was just like bullying him and abusing him and and never across her mind that like this is somebody that's on her radar as being like sexually interested in and he's obsessed yeah. with her and well it never starts out that way yeah yeah so maybe yeah all right maybe i'll take another look at those scenes um but yeah anyway so you know we jump in uh we, we you know we meet melinda who we've been talking about uh she's played by molly parker who she's in a lot of stuff i think i most associate her with house of cards she played that like upstart congresswoman jackie sharp um I think she does. She eventually become vice president at some point. I think I don't know. That show was crazy. Um, and she's got a long list of problems uh, with you know th- issues at the party. And Ron, um, you know, you know, is uh, is very excited for this party. And she, uh, you know, she tells him, you know, um, I see you have a name tag, but like this is uh, it's just for alumni. Like you know, you know, the the catering company is not supposed to use the tag. He's like, um, I'm an alumnus too. 
Um, I sat behind you two years in social studies, Alex. Um, I think we were actually in the social studies for three years together. But, uh, uh, is social studies like history? Or history, as they called it. Yeah, yeah. I feel like those are the same. Social, um, they call it social studies in middle school. Let's see. Then it just becomes let's history, see. Right? Uh, tenth grade with um with Mr. Dr. Ta- with Dr. Dr. Taylor. Eleventh grade with Mr. Deutsch. And twelfth grade with Dr. Khan. That's right. Oh, three That's years. Right. Yeah. Three for three. Mm-hmm. I don't think we had any uh, social studies classes together in college. Yeah. <laughs> You took a lot of so-called real classes, and I took a lot of so-called joke classes. Yeah, I don't remember. Anyway, um, yeah. So then, then we also we have to mention the fact that uh, Candace is not here, but her roommate Bobby, played by Jennifer <coughs> Coolidge, is here. Yeah, Jennifer Coolidge. Um, and I think this was a real life. The reason was because of um, Glee was filming, mm. and and I think I think that's uh, why we have the uh, the pinch hitting here. Interesting. If I'm not mistaken. That makes sense. Yeah. But I think and I think Jane Lynch and I hope it's not a spoiler, but doesn't Jane Lynch. She ends up being gone from now until the end of season two. Right. She's definitely gone for a long time. I'm not yeah. sure if this is her last episode until then, but yeah. she's not, she, she definitely, she leaves definitely the show. makes it. She makes a big return for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It could be that this is her last. episode. I mean, I guess. Right. We are coming. I, we're further into the season than I'm thinking. Yeah. We're this is the ninth episode. So I think this unless she's in next week's episode, I think she's definitely gone for most of season two. Yeah. Um, so, but I Jennifer Coolidge is a pinch hitter, and the fact and the idea of them being roommates is just is amazing to me. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean that that should be a spinoff show. Like yeah. I would, I'm all in on watching the show yeah. about Jennifer Coolidge. yeah, Candace and Jennifer Coolidge <laughs> as, as, um, actors, as roommates yeah. and you know struggling actors in LA. Yeah, totally in on that. Um, oh, she was in Joey, right, right, right. Um, Who Jennifer Coolidge? Yeah, yeah. Of course, well, she, she was, was in White. And right, right, right. And, White, and Lotus. Uh, White Lotus yeah. last year. Isn't White yeah. Lotus coming back this month? It is. It's coming back shortly. Yeah. White Lotus podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah, I don't know. Um, post show recaps is doing that. I don't think we. Uh, need to. Okay. Yeah. They're doing. Uh, they're re uh, recapping season one now. Mm. Um. So yeah. So. You know, she gives him the scoop about how uh, Connie ran off with Zoltan, and that uh, her and Henry have her and Connie have a bet that if she can get him to get back into acting, she gets ten dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, although she doesn't like his face, she says it's very pinched and tight like a sphincter. Yeah. <laughs> um, so of course Henry gives her the ten dollars and says, "You're out of luck. I'm moving. I'm moving in with my parents." Yeah. Da da da. And, and 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 moving far away, apparently his parents don't live in the uh, L.A. area. Right. Um. So yeah, we um we have Ron. You know, he's standing with Henry at the bar. He's scanning the room. He's filling him in the mid on like the background and gossip about every single person at the party. Henry first yeah. doesn't give a shit. Um. He's like, why didn't you just take the day off? By the way, we just missed our twentieth year anniversary last year. I realized now. Yeah, we had a tenth year. I didn't. Yeah, I know. Make it. I'm the one who organized it. Yeah, I don't remember why I didn't make it. I know I didn't. It, make it wasn't. It wasn't it, official. I like contacted the school. Right, right. Yeah, and, you and did then, it like at like boat basin, right? Yeah, we did it at the boat basin. And then the next year, actually, they started doing them because they realized, oh, we should be maintaining relations with our alumni, you know, for possibly for recruiting or for fundraising or you know, seemed very obvious to me, but uh, they were quite dumb, I thought. So, but yeah, we should. Uh, what, should we have a thirtieth year? What's after twenty twenty five? I guess. Um. Yeah, maybe maybe people skip twenty and just go ten to twenty five. That makes sense, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Okay, so we can do twenty five. Twenty five would be twenty twenty six. All right. Yeah. So get get uh, get planning. Yeah, I think I think it was Berliner and Ami helped me with that one. 
Okay. Yeah, get we on had, it. We had solid. We had, we had at least 20 people. Plus, there was definitely some people who you would like not see, like Josh Sanders showed up. <laughs> right. Like, okay. like people people who people who most of the people had not seen in 10 years is my point. Which yeah. is really the point of that. It's not to see the people you see all the time because then like, right. who cares? Yeah. I suspect part. that if I went to a thing like this, I would just hang out with the people I see all the time. Yeah, but that's why it was exciting to see uh, some people that you hadn't seen in many moons. So Yeah. Mm. All right. Yeah. Well, maybe well there's a reason I haven't seen those people. <laughs> well, I'm not saying you have to move in with them. <laughs> I'm not driving them to the airport. It's not like Bobby and Candace. Yeah, but it's... anyway. All right. So, um, all right. So we're back at Ron's 20th, though. Yeah. Um, and he, he says, you know, actually, exactly the opposite. I specifically wanted to work for this region because I wanted them to see what a you know success I've been, that I've got my shit together. They know me as this crazy wild guy, Bluto, mm-hmm. uh, who's a drunkard, and you know now I'm a completely different person. Yeah. And so he begs the team. He's like, I was wondering if like just for tonight, if you could please just like act like I'm a good boss who like knows what they're doing and like maybe just respect me a little bit. And they very reluctantly agree to help run out, throw him a salad. <laughs> and, right. it, and again, it, why Ron thinks he's going to impress people? So never. Yeah. Um, and you know, so like you know, his first opportunity, like he uh, he gets to like we want to show off in front of Melissa, like you know what a strong boss he is. Who, you know, is very bossy, bossy. Um, he ordered, like, he got, he ordered a Chardonnay splash and like, and uh, Ron's like, you call that a splash? Like, you know, whatever. He's like, he's trying to like be the tough guy. Um, and everyone's like rolling their eyes. It him. is weird, by the way, that he thinks like being a good boss means being an asshole. Yeah, right. Exactly. He, right. He, he equates those two things. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Casey's like, you really can't move back home. And he's like, why? Is it because you'll miss me too much? And she walks away uh, because, yes, she just doesn't want to admit it yet until later <laughs> in the episode. Um, and um, you know, one of the one of the classmates recognizes Ron at the party, and he starts telling the story of how um, Ron earned the nickname Bluto, which um, I think I think we learned later. It's because he you know drank the bottle of whiskey and threw up in front of everybody. Yes, uh, and, and, like and, and, and ruined their party because yeah. he had a, they canceled the party. Yeah, he had, and he went to the hospital with uh, yeah. alcohol poisoning. Yeah, um, and uh, Ron spots that his uh, old best friend Donnie is here, and he oh. uh, rushes out because you know he obviously we'll see he associates. Donnie with uh, that part of his life when he was, uh, you know, a loser or drunkard who just like had uh, bad things happen to him. Yeah. Um. Okay, so we have uh, Kyle and Casey in the basement. Donnie comes in and he can't believe that Kyle is the team leader. Uh, you know, he's like, you know, he was. Uh, Oh wait, sorry. I don't know if I messed that up. Was you can't believe that Kyle's a team leader or Ron's a team leader? Ron's a team leader. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I don't know why I wrote down Kyle. Doesn't make any sense. Um, Be less impressive of a guy he didn't know was a team leader. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Um, Linda's like freaking out about the AV system, uh, but like Ron's like you know trying to keep it together. Um, you know, he while like while he like simultaneously hits on her. Um, you know, he's like, see, look, we got Roman over here. You see this tremendous nerd. He's on top of it. He I mean, Ron is doing an excellent job. He's he is. He's doing his you best know, for sure. Yeah, preemptively solving all her crises before they even occur. He's on top of the ball here. Yeah. Um, so she um she gets on stage and um you know she's you know starting to you know introduce you know all the different awards and the shows and meanwhile we have uh Casey and uh Donnie and uh they're talking to Henry they tell him the story about uh Bluto how Rob became Bluto and 
and um, Casey's like, oh, uh, and they find, they find out that Donnie lives with his parents. So like Casey's like, oh, that's interesting. My friend Henry here <laughs> is considering moving in with his parents. Do you have any tips for him on how to, you know, like navigate that? Like what would be like a good way to handle that part of your life? Um, and Donnie explains that the reason he moved back in is that, you know, he was a rodeo clown, but he got torn the scrotum. And like that was that, I guess, you know, his um, days of having plenty of money were over. So, yeah, he had no choice. Mm hmm. Um, he was like, "Well, what did the other rodeo clowns think?" Did they, she's like, "Did they ask you to stay? How did they react?" Um, and like, you know, Casey and Henry are like having this back and forth, like basically like having out their argument using uh, Dottie as a as a tool in their discussion, um, unbeknownst to Dottie, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, it's then that we have, I guess, this is the scene that we uh, talked about earlier that we uh, interpreted differently with Ron and Melinda in the basement, reminiscing about their past, and Melinda reveal. Yeah, so here, here's why I think you're just wrong. I mean, I, I'll rewatch it, but like, the, the, there's a disconnect in this epi- in this scene where they're talking about, oh, it's a chance to reconnect with old people, people you never would have thought you would have been with, and Ron thinks they're both talking about each other, but she's talking about Mark. No, she's talking about Mark, and then she says, and then Ron says, well, maybe he'll show up, and then she's like, no, he was a not coming not coming not coming she's sort of sad and then he says well there's always other people and then she's like yeah and then they lean in to kiss and then kyle and roman come down she is talking about mark and then okay and then he opens the possibility of it being someone else okay i guess yeah. um i don't i, I mean i, I, I think watch, you're I correct in, in like in like the larger sense that like we know as Sorry. viewers okay. they are not going to hook up something bad is going to happen right but you know there's a moment where it seems like she's into interested in it and uh you know anyway yeah um so yeah so then we uh we head out to henry back to henry and casey where you know he finally says to her look like i can't like i have you know my life is not a good shape i can't hang around here for just a casual hookup like maybe if it was a different story if you were like saying please stay you know so that we can like see what what we have here um and finally she's like okay please stay and they kiss and it's cute and it's nice and uh looks like we maybe we got something here Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so we um, we head back out to the party where Ron bumps into uh, into Mark and he's like, oh, shit, like now, like this is going to like completely blow up my spot. And yeah. he tries Did you to recognize Mark, by the way. Um, I did, but I don't remember where I remember. I did. Kyle Bornheimer. He was on Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul. Really? But like one episode of each. He has a face. He's definitely a that guy. Yeah, let me let's look him up now. Yeah, Kyle Bornheimer. And and I think that's what I recognize him from. From better, from Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Yeah, I was reading his credits. I mean, he's been on other things that I've seen, but anyway, he has a familiar face, and he's immediately a douche. He's running a market a marketing venture firm. He said, and he's doing a lot of hella hella skiing. Is that it? Yeah, I don't. I don't really see anything that jumps out. He's Ken Wins. Oh, is he like the like the douchey lawyer? Yes, I think he's typecast as a douchebag. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Um. Yeah. So he um. He um heads he heads over to the he tries to send Roman to the ba- the bathroom first because someone tells him that it's like a mess. Mm-hmm. Um, but like Roman's like a fucking. Yeah, why, why is the whole cast turned on him? It wasn't exactly clear to me why that happened. Um, 
Yeah, I guess they just whatever. They, they all they, simultaneously they, they could, like just this. like kick back into regular gear. Yeah. <laughs> um. So he goes to do it, and he finds um, he finds Donnie uh passed out of the bathroom. Um. He says he had too much shrimp and too much brew. Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah. So I've heard. Oh, it's um, not. Wait, but why is he? Was he shitting? Because his pants are down. It's strange. Anyway, I think he's just slow. right. Yeah, who the hell knows? He was, yeah. you know, when you when you get that blackout drunk, strange things have to happen. I guess so. Yeah. Um. He uh and he and he, he they make a deal that uh, he'll clean himself up if Ron you know goes after Belinda. She's uh she's a fish in a barrel, and you got to go score one for us losers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so like it's uh, everyone's like saying, oh, it's like, you know, it's time for the I remember speeches. So Ron is looking for Melinda. And of course, she he finds her in a closet with Mark uh, where they seemingly have just uh, hooked up. And Mark's like, uh, he's like, oh, Don, like, how you doing? He, you know, he makes a mistake. He thinks he's uh, he's Don. I guess he thinks he's Donnie. Or is he a different Don? Yeah, yeah. He he confused because they're drawn, so he confused the uh, the one for the right. Other. They both go. They, they're usually together. Yeah. Yeah. Um. He's like, can you believe it? Uh, the guy's the waiter at his own reunion. He thinks people are impressed, but people are just laughing at him, like what an idiot he is. And Ron's like, yeah, that's me. Um. And they have and Ron's like, oh shit, sorry, man. Um. And he uh heads out. <laughs> yeah, he's a douchebag. Yeah. And then and then you know Ron notices uh Melinda has left her underwear. Yes. We find out that uh, Henry will not be moving back in with his parents. So uh, Bobby's excited. She's going to now has a chance to win the $10 bet. And uh, it's at this moment that Ron decides to show all these losers how much he's grown and uh, how much he's advanced that he gets on stage with a, with a bottle of whiskey, chugs it and says, I'm a new man. I am success now and walks off stage. Yeah. And, uh, and I was thinking here, Ron, fill the bottle with something else. Like, don't actually drink the whiskey. That seems like a very bad idea. <laughs> right. Uh, we go to the post credit scene where Melinda's pissed off at, at Mark saying, you know, you should have told me that you were married before <laughs> fucking me. <laughs> and she's like, well, if I had told you that, would you still have fucked me? Yeah. And drives off, you know, and leaving <laughs> her speechless. Um, and then, as we said, Melinda goes to sit next down to Ron. They, uh, you know, have somewhat of a moment. Uh, which is immediately ruined by him puking all over her and begging her to call 911 for him. Yeah. Oh, poor Ron. Well, I don't know how official any of these rankings really are. All right. So it sounds like you really love this episode. So what's your rating? Yeah, I, I really did. I mean, I think like the Ron stuff here is great. Um, I've been much more down on Ron than you have overall as a character. I just find that he's like too one note. But like, I thought this episode like really added a lot of depth to him and like made him more simultaneously sympathetic and pathetic and like likable and hateable. I don't know. It just like, it's like, I think it's a really good Ron episode. It really just like dives deep into this character in a way that we was very superficial until now. Um, and you know, the, the, the Henry and Casey stuff I think is really good. Um, you know, I, I, I don't love, um, get losing Connie and having Jennifer Coolidge instead, but like if someone's going to fill in, like she does a pretty bang up job. Um, and I just, you know, I really liked the vibe of this episode. It felt like very authentic. Um, so, you yeah, know, um, I say this episode is pretty, 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 pretty good. Four and a half. Um, mm. Just shy of a perfect episode of Party Down. Um, I think I've had one other four and a half so far. So this is, you know, very near the top for me. Um, one of my favorite episodes that we've seen. All right. Yeah, I'm going to go the other way. Um, I say it's pretty, 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 pretty good. Three and a half. It's just... 
it's so dark and sad. It makes me want to cry for poor Ron. And, you know, I just, uh, I, I want to crawl into a hole. I'm, uh, <laughs> I'm very sad for Ron. Like, come on, Ron. And uh, I, I realize that means it's probably good because it was, it was moving me. It was causing me to emote. But uh, yeah, I'm only giving it three and a half. It's not an episode I want to like rewatch necessarily. Whereas Ricky said goulash, uh, I would watch, right. I would watch it again right now. All right. I, I was having fun yet for that episode. For sure. <laughs> yeah. 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 This episode is less fun. I agree with that. Yeah. Oh, come on. Be a come with guy. Talk about the come with guy. Well, you tell me first. Is it Ron for you? No, my come with guy is Mark. The guy shows up to the party for 45 seconds, fucks someone and goes home. Pretty great party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he, he's definitely my fucking asshole because he's such an <laughs> asshole. Well, sometimes uh, the fucking asshole and the come with guy, you know, you just, it's all about perspective. Yeah. Okay, you know what? My come with guy is going to be Donnie because everybody's making fun of him, but he's living <laughs> his best life. He's happy. And, you know, if you're happy, what else matters? Yeah. Oh, what? I'm the asshole here? I am. I'm, I'm the asshole? I'm the asshole. So no. Donnie's, Donnie's my fucking asshole by a mile. I mean, anytime you end up naked and <laughs> passed out on the bathroom floor at your high school reunion, something has gone horribly wrong. I mean, he's, yeah, he at least doesn't go in an ambulance the way Ron does. Yeah, I guess. Right. Ron is more uh, he goes down harder. But uh, yeah. Ronnie, Ronnie, Donnie, sorry, Donnie. Um, Ron, Don, Yeah, Ron, this, this seems just like a yeah. day in the life for Donnie. Yeah. Again, just dark episode, man. I would just stop with the Ted dance. <laughs> Who's he? He's somebody. What about me? You're nobody. Why him? Why not me? He's good. You're not. I'm better than him. You're worse. <laughs> much, much worse we got a whole bunch of cameos though we got you know we have steven weber in the first one as we said but in this episode we have jennifer coolidge molly parker we talked about jola trulio so mm-hmm. uh, a whole and jola trulio of course very much in like the the world of the um the reno 911 crowd and like a lot of these guys so um but yeah, yeah i would say jennifer coolidge probably the most famous just because of the stifler's mom is she, is she more famous than steven weber I mean, like, she's yeah. not as successful as Steven Weber, but I think she's more famous, like, in, like, just, like, recognizable I think because of, right. like, the one yeah. role. Yeah. She's such a, she's such an interesting, like, have you heard interviews with her? No. So I heard a bunch of interviews with her on, like, podcasts and stuff surrounding, um, oh, what the name, what's the name of the Hawaii show that you just won the award for? Mike White's the, show? The, the White Lotus? Thank you. White Lotus. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and I feel like she's basically the character she's playing. Like, she seems to be barely be acting in that show. Uh-huh. Which, which is amazing. Alec Baldwin, I always feel that way about him as well. Um, anyway. Did you know that, spe- that Stephen Weber played Osama Bin Laden in a, in a movie? <laughs> no, but that's a, like a non-comedy? Um, I don't know. The name of the movie was Being Bin Laden. Okay, click on it. In 2011. Well, I can't click on Wikipedia. It doesn't have a Wikipedia page, so that'll say okay. something about it. Okay. Uh, let's see. It has an IMDb. Mm-hmm. It's a comedy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I, I believe that. Rachel Harris was in it as well. Okay. Is it time for the postman? She played no, Hamza. Is that no uh, Bin Laden's Brooks. wife? No, probably one of them. No Zach Brooks in the in the mailbag because he thought we were recording tomorrow. Yeah, sorry, Zach Brooks. Yeah. Postman! Postman, come here! here Tell okay. the neighborhood! What right, a Shonda, Larry! Uh, uh, Larry uh, David! Okay. Uh, you are lousy, Jew! But you're a lousy human being! He screws the wife of a man in a wheelchair! Ashonda! Maybe you should have given me some candy. You're a lousy Jew. Uh, we do have Zach Louie, though, so we yeah. still have a Zach. Okay. We, this is a, we can only have one Zach. Yes. Um, so Zach Brooks will be back next week. Zach Louie. Yeah, you can write it. It's fine. Uh, we can have as many Zachs as we want. Um, so he says, diving right into the episode, celebrate Ricky Gary Lesh is a strong contender for my favorite of the season. So nice. with you, Alex. Love yeah, that the group is, is getting recognized, admired by an unlikely. Get the hell out of here, other Zach. 
We got a new Zach in town. Yeah, lovable gaggle performance art lovers. Four and a half pretties. Come with gallows. Ula, because I love a direct woman that takes what she wants. Fucking asshole is Ricky because murder. <laughs> well said. There. Well said. Yeah. The high school reunion is an entire episode of proving to the viewer that yes, Ron can go lower. Some very <laughs> funny moments, but I feel like most of the cast was largely ignored. Three and a half pretties. So oh, I, th- I tell you, this is the new your exact scores. Yeah. Uh, new Zach. Come with guy. Is Henry for trying to be a good guy and actually going along with Ron's whole team leader charade? Fucking asshole is Ron. I'd give you my character rankings, but I have no idea what we are ranking them off of. Can't believe we are already near yeah, the end of season we one. We forgot to do that. Are we having fun yet? Yeah. Definitely having fun. Definitely having fun. Um, okay. And then we have another email, and that is from Alex Orvitz. Who two axes. Two axes. What's happening? Two axes. Yeah. yeah. He says, Ricky Sargulash. This was my favorite episode so far. Mm. All right. So I guess I'm, I'm in the minority. Yeah. Everyone's Team Alex today. And all of the main cast were really good. I loved all the supporting characters in this one, too. Ricky and his goons of indeterminate origin were appropriately menacing, but also very funny. Party, 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 party down. Five parties. Oh, full five. He gives his, epi- his uh, character rankings. Uh, number one is Henry for getting away with a quick makeout sesh with the mobster's fiance. Constance for finding love. Number three is Kyle who gets sloshed with the fun mobsters. Number four is Casey. Now it's her turn to get jealous, but her having to pretend to be with Henry to Ricky was hilarious. And number five is Roman and Ron in a tie. No love for the mobsters. They also didn't even save the right large man with womanish glasses. Um, as for high school reunion, he'll say... All I can say for this one is poor Ron. The whole episode was just a slow motion car wreck. Party, 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 party down. Four parties. Rankings number one is Bobby, yay, Jennifer Coolidge. Number two, everyone else except for Ron. (laughs) Infinity, Ron. Please, someone help this man. (laughs) Oh, poor Ron. uh, That's our postman. All right, well, next week we are going to be having the season finale, the Stenheiser Pong wedding reception. The team will be back up to a different catering company. Ron will, uh, as we saw at the end of this week's episode, will uh, fall back into his parting ways, uh, forcing Henry to take charge of the team. So, yeah, we're gonna, so just, we're just to be clear, we're, we're going to do just uh, season one, episode 10 next week. Um, so, you know, we're going back to one episode just for this episode and then. Um, I think season two will do uh, two episodes a week again, and uh, so that'll be you know will that will get us back on like uh, an even number because otherwise it was uh, it would be yeah. awkward. Well, I didn't like, check. Is is the season finale a little bit of a longer episode? Uh, it could be. So yeah, see, know, I, I mean, nowadays it would be because now everything's streaming. You can right. it so if it is, we can say we can say that's why we did it. Um, if it's not, it's just because like yeah, I feel like it would be weird to do like season ten episode one, season one episode ten, and then season two episode one in one yeah. episode. Like it's, I think it's better to go back to. Although uh, next week we'll be in the middle of celebrating our holiday when we both uh, finish reading the Torah and start reading the Torah again on the same day. So maybe it's appropriate to go from season one to season two without a break. <laughs> right. Except I think you have your week wrong. Well, no. Next week we're recording on Cholmoy, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it'll, it'll be, be the episode coming out before someone starts. Anyway, all right. Enough. <laughs> Nobody cares. Get a wise juice. I accept math, everyone.
Get a life, Jews.